0: Hello all this is blonde haired girl. I wanted to do uh, this is gonna be a bit of a story time, so if you like stories, you might like this one <laughs> uh it's a story about friendship um but i I wanted to check in. I know I haven't been posting uh because i've I've been just living <laughs> over the past bit here. Um so over the weekend I had like I could say one of the best weekends of my life. Uh it, i I feel like a lot of times I experience things that like like are just so amazing. I just I just feel really fortunate to, to have such, you know, experiences. Um, but my, my friend, I'm going to call her Kay. Um, her name isn't Kay, but I'm going to call her Kay. Um, she, uh, had kind of shamed me recently. <laughs> she had come to visit me in July around um, the Fourth of July, and she said, "You know, I've lived where I live now for two years, and you haven't come to see me once." And she said, <laughs> "And she said, 'You told me you were going to come see me once a quarter because I had committed to seeing her once a quarter.'" And um, and she was right. I hadn't come see to see her. She had. We had arranged a meeting, like, for me to come, and then she got COVID, and, um, and then I just, and I have been literally so busy, like, busy, busy, busy bee, like, in the last couple years, just getting my son moved into his dorm, um, my mom passed away, funeral stuff, um, I've been doing, going to events, trying to work on my skills, I, I, I mean, I've just been crazy, and, and then now a change of jobs, um, and my work keeps me incredibly busy, no matter what job I have, <clears throat> and I just wasn't able to pull it off, but I did over the weekend, but I wanted to back up a second about this. I, you know, I don't know what friendships with men are like. I don't know because I'm not a man, man, and I'm sorry that I that I, I, fall so hard into these gender identities. But in in my generation, gender identity was really a big one. Uh, I know that that the current generations are trying to be more um, gender fluid; they call it, and um, and I'm I'm catching up. It's taking me a minute. I wanted to do a podcast on that, and I will at a future time. I'm not going to go down that right now. Um, and I guess I appreciate it to a point, uh, but I I so much have, you know, because I, I do. I I accept that that the male female brain works differently um, intrinsically, like, um, like on a biological level, I think, and I could be wrong. Maybe I've just been told that. And so it's hogwash and it's not true, but, um, it it just seems like the focus, the way that men focus is different than the way that women focus. And so, um, I guess that this is just the very, very ingrained in me. And, and I, so I see things from a female perspective and friendships over my lifetime have been difficult with a capital D difficult. I mean, hard and complex and short-lived and, um, horrible breakups and, you know, over the years. And I don't know if, if, you know, that is just me or, um, but I do have to say, you know, I, I took a little quiz again and I'm, I'm actually considering like seeing somebody, a diagnostician to see if I do, am indeed, um, autistic. Uh, it's kind of important to me at this point in my life, which sounds really stupid, probably, but I, I would like to know because it would explain a lot in my life, and and it would explain why social situations have been so difficult for me. Um, I had just done a a training recently about a a um, and it it seems like. The definition of autism has to do with social interaction, and i 'm going off here, but i i 'll get back, but I just want to talk about this for a second so my My oldest child is autistic, and he and I have a lot in common um, in some ways with the things that we struggle with in life and and <laughs> and i i tend to be a little bit we we tend to have this thing in 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 common and that is and it could be also on my part a trauma response from my childhood that i will never talk about um that that i'm like really really like seemingly in tune but i could be completely wrong but like seemingly in tune about people. And so like, I can sense things about them and, and I could be wrong. Like there's times where I'm watching people and I'm watching their body language and they seem really angry, but they have a big smile on their face. And so it's like incongruent and I could be completely wrong about that situation. Uh, And so I have to, I have to be really in admit that I'm, you know i really don't know anything about a lot of things <laughs> that i think i know about but so this has been an issue for me is friendships um and that is one a one a big large part of a diagnosis of autism is social interaction reading facial cues um being able to like read a situation correctly um and learning also on my part when not to share my inner dialogue i'm learning to like i don't have to share everything um and it's like don't don't open, like and, and i even like in my own head i like think to say something and i'm like don't don't say it um so i'm learning i'm 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 growing but um anyway so throughout my life friendships have been just you know, um and part of that has been has been um just full on personality types and my feeling that that well and it seems pretty obvious. Let me let me like give an example. Like I had this friend And I would call her to do stuff. And about every 10th time, she would say yes. I mean, I know she was like a really busy person. But every 10th time, she would say yes to do something that I wanted to do. Or even when she agreed to have lunch with me. If I, if I said, I really want to go to this place to have lunch because I love their soup, she would say, no, I, I, I don't want to eat there. Can we eat here? Um, and so I I felt like, like constantly that I was, I, I used to give this example that I'm skiing behind their boat, like, but they're in control of where we're going, what we're doing, you know? And, and, and I, and I found and then, and then like me being, you know, for better or worse, maybe even a trauma response being that I was like, just a go nearly all the time. So it was like nine times out of 10 that I would say yes, when they asked me, like I was incredibly dependable. I was the one they were calling at, you know, 11 o'clock at night to talk about their fight with their boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, because they knew I would pick up the phone, um, until I didn't. Until I stopped. Until I didn't. I didn't want to be whatever that was. I don't know what that is. I, I, like, in a sense, they they call sometimes these romantic relationships like situationships. Well, this was a situate French, like in a friendship way, that I was just. I, I don't know, there was just a lack of commitment on their part to the relationship. So I had this really weird, I, you know, we all have them, but like, I just, I'm just going to share a really bizarre thing that happened for me years ago. So I had moved into, and I had bought the condo that I, that I own, that I live in right now and I had basically bought it for my son um, but we all lived here of course and and all of a sudden I find out (laughs) this is crazy I find out that my former spouse's former wife is moving in right next door like we share a wall like she's like right there um and and I was I I just like talk about disturbing my peace um the bizarre thing is is that she and I really have made peace as the years have gone on she and I have made peace and I I I really I really like her um, I always have liked her. In fact, there were there were times where, because she introduced me to that husband. I mean, This is like the weirdest thing. I don't know if I've ever shared this story, so I'm going to tell you really fast. This is so bizarre. So I go into, um, at the time, my son was like probably about, my daughter was four. So my son was about six. And he used to have... He, his hands had eczema like had like rashes on them so bad they would bleed and and she was she was a shop owner so she owned this shop in the town that I live in and she made this shea butter cream that I bought and used on his hands and they stopped bleeding. I mean, this stuff was like really good. And made out of really pure products. I mean, she she really was an artesian. She, this woman is amazing. So I go in one day to go get my son's cream. And she says, my ex-husband would love you. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I say, what? You know, this is kind of weird. And... uh <laughs> And so she set me up with him. She set me up she goes, she goes, "Here's you know, can I give him your number?" and um uh, she set me up with him, and we um we went out um and that's a whole other story, and ended up having a child together being married and you know so so I was in some ways entwined with this woman for for many years. And not so much now, but anyway. So years ago, she had moved right next door. In a part, in a time, in our she and I's relationship, that was rough. It was a rough patch, and then she moved in. Like I don't know. I think she maybe lived here for a year, maybe two. I don't remember how long, but she ended up moving out. And then I was just really praying. I was just. I was just, like, saying a prayer, like, please, God, let, let the next person who lives here, you know, be a good experience for me. And and then it was really weird, and she drove, so the person who moved in drove this, like, muscle car. Like, when we moved in, and my son tells me, oh, this lady moved in, and um, she drives this blah, blah, blah car, you know, and I said, well, how old do you think she is? And he says something like, in her 20s. It was really funny because um, this woman is like t- a teensy bit older than I am. So I was like laughing. But anyway, we became fast friends. And this was at a time when she doesn't, I don't think she has any idea how badly I was doing. Because this was when I i was weaning myself off of a antidepressant. Okay. And I, I don't recommend that for everyone. I want to say that. Um, but I was weaning myself off an antidepressant and I was, I was doing terribly and she had no idea like, like how the depth of my like unhappiness, like the way that I was feeling physically and otherwise but the interesting thing was we both had insomnia. <laughs> she had insomnia. She says she still does, but she um she does things for herself. And her life is very different now than it was back then. But, um, and uh, we would sit on the front stoop of our, because there's like these stairs that go into this courtyard, like just like four or five stairs that go into this courtyard. And we would sit like, on this, bite each other on this thing, and we would, we would drink. Sometimes we would drink wine. Sometimes we would drink vodka. It was just hilarious. She said, um, "Cause she, sometimes she would take like a shot of something to help herself sleep." And so she was like, "Oh, do you have any? Do you happen to have any? You know, vodka." And I'm like, "Oh, I do. You know, so I, I would leave it out on this front stoop for her." Um. And we would go hiking. We would go walking a lot. So we walked a lot. We, we, we went to dinners. We, we were friends. We were really good friends. Um, and then she ended up leaving. And she moved back to where she was living. And then she bought this place here. And then she had a place here for a couple of years. Um, so our friendship, we have been friends for... Eight about seven years, I think we met in like two thousand and fifteen ish, sometime around them, and and um, so throughout the years, you know, her living situation has changed, mine hasn't changed so much. So, um, but so when I could, when she lived down there, when I could, I would I would ask. We would meet up at the mall at like a outlet mall between her and I, and she would drive an hour to see me for lunch. And I would drive an hour, you know, I was driving for work and we did that a few times. And, um, she, so with her, it was never like these other friendships ever. It was never like, like, um, I would ask her eight times and then maybe nine times and one time out of nine times she would say yes. It was never like that. She was always she was always somebody that was, she's the kind of person who's going to be there for you. She really is. She's going to be there for you. And like there were times like after my mom passed away that I called her. And I was like, um, because it was a really hard time for me for various reasons, but, and I would call her like, just, and and just kind of, you know, can I talk to you for like, you know, a little bit and she would listen. Um, and so, so fast forward this weekend. So I, I go to visit her and, You know, and the funny part is she, so she was with her significant other for like, I want to say like over, over 20 years they were together, but they weren't married. And she really wanted to take a hiatus from work. This was like a massive goal of hers was to just not work for a period of time because she had been working her whole life and she was just tired and she was kind of going from job to job to job and like, you know, and I, and she, so they, they bought the place that they're in and it's pretty far from me. It's like three hours, which is, it's not horrible, but it's an investment because three hours there and three hours back. And it's not like there's any like public transportation that's going to take me from here to there. There's not, it's an investment to go for either for her to come visit me or me to go visit her. So, so she, and so her life has just dramatically changed and she's starting to sleep after not really sleeping that well for many years. And, um, she, she's just you know like really enjoying her life oh but what I was trying to tell you is that she and her significant other ended up getting married they got married and it was like primarily she said for insurance reasons but it makes me laugh but they are now legally married which is like really sweet but Anyway, so when I got there, or she like let me know, like I don't know when that Scott was, I'm sorry I said his name, that her husband was going to be there and I'm like, "I don't care." I mean, I don't really care. I I I enjoy that guy. He's like he's really, really an amazing person. You know, and I I I really like him. Um he's funny and he's upbeat and he's, you know, and he's and we ended up talking politics in the morning for at least an hour. It could have been an hour and a half. And my friend hates, she will not talk politics. And in fact, she told me the other day, she never votes. I'm like, what? She said, I'm going to have to get registered to vote. I said, you do not vote at all? And she's like, no, I I, I haven't voted in years. I'm like, what? <laughs> and she hates politics. And I said, um, it's not that I want her to not hate politics, fine with me, but it was really fun to talk to him about it, uh, we were just, like, talking about all this stuff, and, um, and, um, both living in Arizona, and the politics, Arizona politics is pretty interesting, so, so, anyway, I didn't care that he was going to be there, is what I'm trying to say, I was like, I don't care, so, I get there and, um, we end up, uh, going, I think we almost immediately end up going to walk. No, what we end up doing first is we go to an Oktoberfest, which makes me laugh because it's September, not October. (laughs) So we go to this beer drinking thing and it has, um, it has, uh, like all kinds of music, but this one band was primarily country, and she told me she thought it would be country, and I don't care. I like some country music, so I'm I'm like good with that, and um, and so we end up, and then there's like these, there was this lumberjack, <laughs> there was this lumberjack like contest, and um, and we, I I was, and I I made sure not to shush her. It was so funny because she talks kind of like, I don't think she's meaning to or anything, but I feel like people can hear her. And because, okay, so here's the difference between she and I, it's like, I'll say, I'll say something like offensive about somebody, but I say it in secret. (laughs) So like, I would be inclined to say, you know, I really thought that they wouldn't be using chainsaws, like I don't know why. I just thought of like lumberjacks as like these burly, you know, burly guys. You know, um, I don't know. I was a lumberjack. I mean, NAU's um, is a lumberjack. So I'm like, um, I can't remember the name of 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 that, but I don't know. You just think of them at, like Paul Bunyan, you know. <laughs> And um these, these they, did, they there were some saws, but most of the 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 parts that we were watching, they were using chainsaws. And I kind of hate chainsaws. I don't like them. They're like really loud, but I'm sure they're very, very useful as a forest worker, somebody who works in wood. I mean a chainsaw would be fabulous, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, but she's like she was saying stuff out loud and I was just was like, "Oh my god." Cuz I just felt like there were ears everywhere. And um <laughs> god. Anyway, so we ended up eating all kinds of crap food, like, you know, fry bread and um and like we were eating these donuts from like Hawaii, I'm like Bavarian cream donuts. I'm like, oh my god. Really good. Um <laughs> and then um and then we ended up later in the day we we went to visit these or that could have been the next day. I don't remember. Maybe that evening we just took a walk and uh and but the next day we ended up feeding these horses and there's this like bull and the bull is like completely alone and I I got to meet this bull and I think he's pretty young and he's all alone like he's in a completely different pen from the rest of and there's like these horses but the bull is like away from everyone we were worried he was lonely <laughs> and then there were these peacocks and I got these feathers and it was it was it was so fun and then we ended up shopping we went to this um and we ended up shopping for like i think we were there for at least an hour um we shopped for i don't know it was probably 2 hours in total um yeah we just um now i'm just sort of talking nonsense aren't i i'm just going off on this nonsensical thing but one of the highlights of the trip for me was that they they have these electric bikes and i I I just fell in love with this thing. I think I might have to get one. I <laughs> I was like, I really want one of these. Like this thing was so cool, and it kind of, it has this throttle on it, and and so you put it in like first gear, and then it has this like throttle, and then you start to pedal, and as you pedal, it it like takes the motor goes. And so, and so you, you, um, as you pedal and then you don't have to pedal as hard and you don't have to like worry about going, pardon me about my yawn, um, going up hills and things like that, you know, because I mean, I was able to get up this one hill. It was pretty steep in first, in first gear. And th- honestly, I I was a little concerned like about learning, being able to learn how to do this thing because I really didn't want to get hurt. Um, And the bike itself is pretty heavy. Like uh, one of the bikes is a hundred pounds. The other one, I don't think it's as heavy, but I was really concerned about getting hurt generally. But, um, and, and we ended up like, going across a freeway, a two lane, like a four lane freeway. And I was really worried about that. But, you know, I was incredibly proud of myself that I, I was able to figure it out. I was able to keep up primarily. And, um, and I didn't, you know, I, I I was just thinking to myself that I can try new things. I can, you know, I'm, I'm capable, you know, which is, a really weird thought, isn't it? Like somebody my age that would like have any thought of not being able to do something, but cause I do a lot of things. Like I travel alone a lot and people just can't believe that I, that I do that. Um, I travel to all these different places by myself. Like, you know, I had gone to the, in West Palm beach to a, a, um, a convention on consciousness and human evolution. And I, like, I had to figure, I figured everything out. And I, you know, like, I, and I have to tell you, there are times when I'm, like, in the situation that I realize I've never been here, I don't know anyone, you know, but I, I, I'm able to face that. I'm able to face the fear of something um, and, and, and overcome it. And I was a little afraid that I wouldn't be able to figure out this bike or I was a little afraid because she said, we're going to go over the freeway. And I'm thinking, we're going to (laughs) what? I've had my five minute training on this bike and now I'm going over the freeway. I'm like, oh, dear Jesus, you know, but anyway, I was able to do it and I was so, like, proud of myself, Um, but, and we just, like, had just so much fun, it was just, it was just great fun, and the other thing that was very interesting about this trip was that she served me the whole time, she made my coffee, she made me eggs, she made a salad for me, she like, while I was there, she served me the whole time. I was sitting there, like, like you have to understand, like, I, n- nobody serves me unless I go to a restaurant, you know, and I pay them to serve me. Like, nobody, like, this was like the weirdest thing, was to have a friend who actually, like, made me a cup of coffee, it was like, it was so sweet. And I just had to like, I had to like tell her, I said, I really appreciate it that you, that you did this for me. You know, cause I mean, even as my friends, like, I don't know that very often they, you know, I mean, I don't remember like being served like that by like family. Like I, I just, maybe my mom. You know, but and so it was really sweet. But I just appreciate her so much. I appreciate that she appears to like this is such a reciprocal relationship. It's like, it's like. She, like, we love each other. We take care of each other. We have, our conversations are reciprocal. It's not like she just starts just to talk and, you know, and has no interest in my life whatsoever, really. Um, I, I don't know. It's just such a beautiful thing. <laughs> and I'm just now having this recollection. I wanted to go to something, um, like, years ago in Las Vegas. I want to go to this thing in Las Vegas, and she, and she um, obliged. She goes, "Okay, I'll I'll go." Could she? I knew she wouldn't want to go to the thing I wanted to go to, but I knew she would like Las Vegas and to just hang out and eat and do all that. And so, we ended up doing that, and um, and we had so much fun. We did, you know, we, we went out, and we had, she doesn't eat sushi, but she probably had some like chicken or something. But, um, we had sushi one night we had like this amazing breakfast this one morning. It was just, it was like the best breakfast ever at this hotel that she had found. I asked her to find something that was close to the venue and, um, and we had a blast, like like who like what a great friend that would go on a road trip with you, you know, and she just hung out the day when I was doing my thing, and it was a blast, and so like these are these are relationships to treasure, well, because I, I have found in my life that they are extremely rare. I mean, I have friends no you know an acquaintances but i don't have have a friend that is as as that is quite like this i can't um i can't exactly put my finger on it except that it's it's just much more of a reciprocal relationship um then and maybe it's that she knows how to talk to me and you know, because like in other relationships too, it wasn't even necessarily like the intent behind it, but the way that they talked to me was really upsetting to me and dismissive. And I and I find that Kay is never like that. But anyway, that's my story. Time about probably the best friendship I've ever had she is just really really a first rate kind amazing person and like I I appreciate her so much <laughs> anyway I'm gonna go I appreciate you listening and I'll be back with other ideas and that's a wrap